Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Orthopod podcast. I'm here today uh, in conversation with uh, Kenneth Eagle, who is a professor of orthopedic surgery, a chief of orthopedic trauma, uh, currently is a residency training director and vice chair of education uh, in NYU. Uh, Ken, can't thank you enough for being with us and welcome. Thanks, Mo. Great to see you. Um, obviously, I wish we were chatting under better circumstances, but I am very, very curious about what your perspective is about what's going on around the world, and particularly, you know, for you personally uh, with COVID-19 at your institution. Well, obviously, this is a, a tremendous uh, uh, burden on uh, our entire healthcare system. Uh, the world's healthcare system, there's a lot of uh, suffering around the world, and certainly in my city here. Uh, it's changed the way that uh, we are all practicing medicine here in New York. Uh, certainly orthopedics, uh, for the most part, has uh, shut down. We're doing no elective surgery. We've done no elective surgery since about March 10th or so, so it's been about a month. Um, even uh, the amount of orthopedic trauma we're seeing is uh, way down. Um, certainly with people staying home and not going out and uh, not frequenting bars and nightclubs and things like that, uh, the sort of things that get people into trouble and cause accidents and trauma uh, have diminished the types of injuries that we're seeing in the emergency departments. So overall, uh, orthopedics is, um, you know, uh, diminished uh, in its role in uh, healthcare in New York City for the time being. And um, uh, we're focused on helping our colleagues uh, take care of patients who are ill uh, with the COVID virus. So from that perspective, Ken, are you, uh, at, within orthopedics, are you looking at redeployment? Or right now, is it really, like, I mean, like, so how are you structuring just the, the training program, for example? Like, how are you day-to-day -day managing sort of the manpower and the, you know, sort of the workforce issue of preser you know, preserving the workforce? We in Hamilton are you know flipping back and forth on two-week rotors so we have that you know incubation period that people can be off and then back on how are you managing that yeah i mean things have changed here a lot we, we also um just the whole uh, way that we've approached this early on there was a lot of uh, talk about incubation period and if you have symptoms being off for two weeks and self-isolating and now it's gone to the point where <clears throat> as soon as you're symptom free you can return to work so, you know, there's been a lot of change and I think currently it's like 20% of our workforce is out. Our residents, and I'm not the training uh, program director anymore, Eric Strauss is okay. doing that now and doing a great okay. job. And um, our residents who are the best residents in the United States, the best orthopedic residents have been working their asses off. I don't know if I'm allowed yeah. to say that, but they've been ah, working really okay. hard. They've been redeployed. Most of them are working medicine floors. Some are working ICUs. Uh, some are the only uh, physicians working units under the direction of a hospitalist. So people are doing things that they haven't done for a long time, um, but they're out there. They're taking care of people to the best of their abilities. Um, our, uh, our staff faculty are also being redeployed. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of orthopedic surgeons that, uh, because there is no elective orthopedic surgery, have a lot of time in their hands, and our staff has been great. They've been redeployed throughout our medical center. They're, they're working the floors. They're writing notes. They're turning patients prone in ICUs. Um, so everybody, it's all hands on deck here at NYU. And uh, really, the faculty and the resident training staff have risen to the occasion. Uh, that's actually um, extremely, extremely um, 
and just impressive to see the way people are coming together. Has there been any issue? I mean, we're seeing the biggest thing happening for us in Canada as being, you know, making sure that our trainees and obviously our faculty in orthopedics are safe and they feel protected just from the point of view of having the appropriate equipment they need. Are you having any issues at all with that or personal level? How are you managing the issue of just, you know, personal protective equipment? Well, I think at NYU, um, we're pretty lucky. They've, uh, they, I think they've done a great job at, as far as providing everybody with the personal protective equipment. Now, you may have to hunt around a little bit for it because it goes pretty quickly on the floors if you're putting on a, a gown to see patients and, and gloves. Those things kind of go pretty quickly. So, you know, it may, it may be gone for a time period and then you have to kind of search around the floor and find it. But we really haven't had the problem with people not having access to the equipment. Um, certainly, I'd love to be able to discard a N95 mask after every day, but we can't do that. So yeah. people are doing a great job in preserving them and reusing them uh, for as long as we can. Uh, I've been doing some cases. We've seen some hip fractures come in. Uh, obviously, the elderly don't stop falling in, in the house. Um, so we've been doing a fair number of hip fractures, and uh, we have plenty of PPE in the operating room um, and the staff down there has the equipment that they need. So I know there is some concern about that around the city and around some of the other hospitals and some of the other boroughs, but we haven't, uh, to my knowledge, had that issue here at NYU. And, you know, we do, we had a, a statistician on who's been modeling work with the teams in New York, and they've been looking at really innovative ways to manage overflow at hospitals. So, for example, working with potentially working with university dorms and a bunch of other places. Is there any discussion at all around what happens when NYU gets to capacity? And I'm not asking you to speak on behalf of NYU, but more just generally from your perspective of orthopedics. I mean, like what's like, is there any sort of contingency for what happens? We're always in that mindset of what happens if we get more than we can manage. Right. So we're, we're in that contingency plan now. So NYU is made up of several hospitals within walking distance of one another. And our main hospital, which is the Tisch Kimmel Pavilion, um, there are about 500 COVID positive patients there and okay. about 130 or 140 are on vents. And our orthopedic hospital, which is now about a hundred bed hospital uh, with very little ICU capacity, um, has been repurposed. And we have been receiving overflow of the COVID patients because we have no, um, inpatient orthopedic surgery going on. And what we've been getting have been the, you know, the less critically ill COVID positive patients being sent down here. So we have now about 70 or 80 patients COVID positive, none of which I believe are intubated here. Um, our resources in that respect are, are somewhat limited. Um, but again, we have medical people here. We have orthopedic surgeons. We have our entire OR staff of nurses and techs and support staff who are on the floors uh, helping take care of these patients, uh, along with our faculty and resident staff under the direction of hospitalists and, and uh, ICU doctors. So we've kind of been repurposed already. Uh, in the city, they have uh, developed a, uh, I, I believe it's a 250-bed hospital at the big convention center, the Javits Center. And we also have the Navy ship uh, Comfort, which is docked uh, in the Hudson River on the west side, which originally was going to be taking care of non-COVID general medical patients, right. but I think they are now seeing and taking care of COVID positive patients as well. 
So it's a pretty much uh, all hands on deck situation here in New York. And uh, I think all the hospitals are working to the best of their abilities and, and to capacity. And um, I know it's put a strain on, on, on the system and some of the smaller hospitals out in the periphery and the, and the boroughs. Um, so I'm sure there are you know, negative and terrible stories that will be told. Uh, but luckily, we have been very fortunate here. We've, we have great leadership at NYU, and we have a great group of uh, physicians and staff who uh, have really answered the bell. So. And maybe what I'll do is to, I'll just end on this one, uh, Ken, is, I mean, clearly, um, you know, you have been uh, in, a leader, in a leadership position. You've been seeing what's been happening. When you look back at this, and, you know, maybe it's hard because you're right in it right now, but is there some lesson that you've learned that kind of surprised you about this whole experience about either how people uh, work, how they perform, or what our resilience is? I, you know, I don't know, and I don't mean to make up something for you, but it's more a sense from your point of your vantage point in leadership. How has how has this affected you, and what have you learned from this so far? Well, you know, it's interesting because um, I used to tell the residents a story about you know, you're an orthopedic surgeon and you're going to go out and, and, and perform orthopedic surgery and take care of musculoskeletal problems, but you're also a doctor, you're a physician, you went to medical school, and you have more knowledge than 99.9% .9 of the population out there. And there may be a time when you're called upon to do something. I always related a story when I, I had to go out onto the basketball court and, and, and perform CPR on a kid at one of my, one of my son's basketball games. And uh, I use that as, as a story to just, just to give people some perspective on you may be called upon one day to do things beyond your own comfort zone. And I, and I think this is exactly, at least for us in orthopedic surgery, what, what we're seeing is people are going above and beyond. They're doing things that are out of their comfort zone. They're doing things they haven't done in years, but they're stepping up and helping in any way that they can. And it's really about teamwork. And that's, you know, that's what we do in, in medicine. It's about teamwork and, and patient care and treating people. And healthcare is all about people coming together and doing what you specifically can do uh, to help the patient. And in this case, doing things that you're not necessarily trained to do or haven't done in many years, you'd be surprised at what comes back to you and, and how you can be of help. And uh, you know, I've been uh, really heartened by what I've seen by my colleagues and uh, by how everyone has really stepped up, and uh, I think you know this is what this is what happens in a society, and uh, and we'll get through this, and we'll get beyond it, and there'll be a lot of lessons that we'll have learned from it, and uh, hopefully in the future we'll be better prepared, and uh, and we'll be able to deal with it in a in a better in a better and more efficient manner in the future. On that note, thank you very much for spending a few minutes with us today on OrthoPod, Dr. Eagle. Absolutely, my pleasure, Mo. Be safe and be healthy. Thank you.